you know, I think I have to go in a different room. <laughs> I'll go outside. Hello? Hello. This, we're here on Grace to Grow. And um, today I have a very special guest, very someone very special and dear to my heart. Her name is Elizabeth Lanza. And uh, she just happens to be my daughter. And I am so happy to be with you to here today, Elizabeth. How's everything? Hello, hello. Everything is fantastic. I'm definitely enjoying our San Francisco summer in the winter. I'm wow. sunbathing as we speak. <laughs> Isn't it great? I mean, California, we're just really, really spoiled here. And uh, we're grateful for that. We're grateful yeah. for this beautiful weather. So, Elizabeth, I am excited that you um, agreed to be with me on Grace to Grow. This podcast is a platform to share your gratitude for God's grace to grow in your life. And we're going to talk today with you, Elizabeth, uh, a little bit about your story and how how grace, the grace of God has uh, opened the doors for you to change and grow and become the person that he's always meant for you to be. So I just have just a couple of few questions and uh, just bear with me. We're going to have a good time here today. All right. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Um, first of all, I want you to kind of explain to our audience because you'll be speaking to uh, people of your generation and uh well, if you had to explain to them what the word grace means, what is grace? The that's grace of one. God. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that's a that's a good question. I think I'm still kind of figuring it out um, mm -hmm. to be able to like receive it. But I think it's just more of like a mindset of freedom of like mm -hmm. understanding that there is no way we're going to be perfect, you know, and right. And I'm, I'm a perfectionist, so it's hard for me because I want to do everything right and I want every step to go according to plan. But that kind of keeps you in bondage because you're always afraid of messing up. And then you kind of can be paralyzed and never move forward because you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to mess up. I feel like when you receive grace, it's kind of just giving you like freedom to live. Of course, you don't just go off and, you know, God gives you guidelines of like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. Or maybe that decision wasn't the best choice. But it's just kind of like a freedom to live and, and make your decisions and and inviting God into those decisions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So before before you discovered and really connected with the grace of God, what was what was it like for you? What were you trying? How were you trying to? Uh, deal with life before that I'm gonna be totally honest it was like it the the best way I can describe it is like paralyzing you know mm -hmm. um because you just are always afraid of messing up you're always afraid of doing something wrong um and it I didn't fully have the mindset it was like whatever I do is the way I'm gonna get to my goal right or mm -hmm. I'm gonna get the blessing or I'm gonna get this or that um, and it makes you paranoid because you're like, if I make one little misstep, then it's all out the window. And God really has been checking me on that and being like, you, you just, you're not getting how grace works, right? It's not, it's not what you do. You know, mm -hmm. I'm going to bless you irregardless if you know what I mean? Like that's, 
I have a purpose for you and I want you to walk into that. Now, of course, we can delay things by disobedience and maybe making a misstep. But even in that, I feel like God has grace if we're if we open our hearts to just like learning through it, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm definitely still in the learning process. I'll be totally honest, but but I'm I'm getting better at like letting that perfectionism go because at the end of the day, it can really paralyze you from moving forward in life in general. I'm so glad you said that, Elizabeth, about perfectionism because that wouldn't you say a lot of a lot of people in especially in your age group deal with that very issue of trying to reach perfection. And it can become very immobilizing and and, uh, very, like you said, it can make you feel stuck in a way. Yeah, I think not only is it like paralyzing, but I think there's a lot of pressure, you know, like Mm -hmm. I think there's this mindset that at certain ages, you're kind of just meant to hit certain landmarks. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to be like, I'm probably the prime example of like not hitting those marks, right? Like when it's talking about marriage or even graduating from college or picking a major, I was the one that was always like delayed, you know what I mean? Which kind of stinks. So in my head, I was like, man, there must be something wrong with me because I'm not hitting these marks that have been set up by, I don't know, society or that have been set up by people and really it, it's it's just causes this pressure and anxiety and like every time you talk to someone you think they're judging you because you haven't hit these certain marks and it's just a really kind of it, it's it, it's not a free way to live and it can really wrap up your your mental space so speaking of mental space when did this change of mind when did it happen do you remember that pivotal moment that transitional moment to where you said hey i don't have to be perfect. I don't have to live up to all of these expectations. What changed? When did that change happen? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, I'm going to be totally honest. I think it happened really recently for me. Like I really lived that way through most of my 20s and most of my teen years where I was like really beating myself up because I just wasn't in my mind where I thought I was supposed to be. And just recently, honestly, like I'll say the change happened when I, first of all, just like got in the zone where it had like taken up so much mental space and I had tried so hard to change these people's opinions about me. And I realized no matter what I did, they were going to still kind of be their pessimistic selves and still be the same. And once I got over, I was like, wow, it does not matter what I do. They're still going to like have like think of me a certain way it actually caused more freedom for me because I was like okay that means I can basically do anything and it's not going to change their opinion and that Mm -hmm. kind of like gave me space to just like live and pursue things that made me happy and that I was passionate about and I I will say this sorry I hope I don't want to give a too too long-winded of an answer but um, once I started pursuing things that genuinely made me happy because I'll say even right now I feel like I'm not really on the most conventional road but I Mm -hmm. am doing things that I feel really passionate about and kind of like called to do so even when those people make those little comments or snarky Mm -hmm. comments now I'm not perfect okay I'm gonna be totally honest I got so mad just the other day because someone said a snarky comment I was like what the heck (laughs) but so I'm not perfect but I will say when you yourself are happy with what you're doing, even if it's not conventional, it becomes a lot easier to like mute those voices, you know? Um, So yeah. 
It's like you really have that freedom. I feel that freedom in you to be who you are and, and that God, he accepts you just the way you are. It's just like you don't have to perform for him. He made you the way you are and the things you like, he likes too. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it, exactly. And it's and another thing that really helped me is um, I always wondered why those people's comments like bothered me so much. Mm-hmm. And I really recently came to the realization it was because in like some deep, 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 I don't know, void within me, like I agreed with them. Right. So I felt like every time they said something snarky or like they didn't, they weren't fully on board with something I chose to do that maybe wasn't super conventional. If I didn't get their approval, it broke me because I, I had self doubt myself and I, I like light, I lightweight agreed with them. But then when I kind of got into a space where I was like, you know what? No, this is genuinely what I feel I'm supposed to be doing right now. Now, don't get me wrong. Like self-doubt for me is a big one. So I'm still working on it. But it really helps me narrative when you're like confident mm-hmm. in what in what you're doing. But I'm happy and I feel this is what I'm called to do. So it, it makes it a little it's almost like you begin to stand up for yourself. You know, you become your own best friend. You just say, hey, you know, I'm going to give myself that chance to be who I am, you know, and not yeah. just try to always do what other people want me to do because opinions are just everywhere. Would you say exactly. opinions are just pushing? I mean, if you like me, if you push this button and, you know, it just triggers so much in us to, to be accepted and to be liked and by other people but you've got to like yourself first right yeah it's true it's that I mean it's so corny I used to be like why are people saying all these like (laughs) mottos and corny lines like you have to like yourself first (laughs) man when you get older you get it I was like I get it I know you were right I totally get it but yeah it's it is true you kind of have to believe in yourself first for other people to see it you know um and also like even if you like don't fully believe in yourself if you're like you know feeling the lord kind of tell you to do something and you step out and do it then that that bring that brought me a lot of confidence too because i was like you know what i feel the lord telling me to do this so i'm gonna step out and kind of do it and then i i had confidence in him you know because that's Mm -hmm. a big one too i feel like we feel like we like um I don't want to give the impression that we're the ones that have to cultivate this confidence. Oh, right. Like it is, you know what I mean? Like we, it's our job to cultivate. It's like, no, you have to like be real with yourself and be like, I've tried several ways to cultivate confidence and it hasn't worked. You know, I still feel self-conscious or I still feel this. But when you like kind of fully, that's where the grace comes in, where it's like, God, I actually am not that confident and I actually am having a really hard time, but I'm going to lean back on you and I want you to cultivate this confidence for me. I love that. There's a scripture that says in the Lord is great confidence, you know, and you're right, Elizabeth, sometimes we are told those little cliches of just believing yourself, but it's not even about yourself. It's about believing in what God can do through you. I can do all things through Christ, you know, and that's where the real strength comes in because, you know, God will back you up. God is strong. He's all power and he's always there and he is our confident. I really love that you said that. Um, that's like a revelation to realize it's really that God that is where we get our confidence. So what would you tell other young people of your generation 
about receiving this grace of God to this confidence, this grace that comes from him? How would, how would you present that to them if you were, you know, if this was the moment to share it with them? Corny cliche alert. I'm going to, I'm going to throw some of these at you, you guys. And I apologize in advance because I used to hate it when people said this to me. I'll be like, stop talking immediately. Oh my goodness. Um, But I'll say it takes time. Be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. If you learn young how to be kind to yourself, how to be kind to your mind, how to give yourself grace, you can balance grace and with discipline, right? Because I feel like I don't want to give people the impression like grace is like this thing where it's like, yeah, I can do whatever I want and get away with it. Like, mm-hmm. no, God, God sees the heart, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if your heart is in the right place and you're like, God, I'm genuinely trying, just know that um, God will back you up. Amen. But, you know, yeah, that's that's all. <laughs> God will back you up. There's nothing corny about that. That is really a, a powerful statement. And, you know, I want you to tell the audience a little bit about how what God is your business that God has brought you into to build that confidence and to and what it's done for you. Tell us about your business and what what it does for others too, Elizabeth. All right. Well, guys, it is in the baby stages. So, you know, I'm I'm still kind of, you know, building it, but I'm very excited. I recently launched a business called Be Kind Brand. Um, Basically, the message is like a little kindness goes a long way. I kind of have always believed it was the little things. And just to touch on mental health a little, I know we didn't get to talk about this in the episode, but I just, you know, mental health is something close to my heart. And I know when I was going through certain things, little things would mean so much to me. Like, even if it was like I saw a little smiley face on the ground or someone just gave me a little encouragement. It just was like those little steps that helped me see my future and see that a happier future is an option. It's like, but guys, I'm not going to give you a false impression like this was like a weak thing. This has been years, you know, like um, years and years of just like little things that have helped me keep moving forward. So I think that's what I, you know, wanted to represent with this company, just kind of give someone a little glimpse into their future and realize that happiness is an option. Joy is an option. It takes time, but um, we got to be kind to ourselves. And for people that are struggling out there, we got to kind of give them a little glimmer of hope that, you know, a, a better future is an option. And this has really helped you with your mental stability, right, Elizabeth? And uh, just helping others is one tool that the grace of God has allowed you to help other people. It's it's also comes around and helps you as well. And, yeah, you know, is there a link that they can or, uh, you know, some something they can reach your company um, and order some of your products? Yeah. So actually we launched on Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's at Be Kind Brand on Instagram and the same on Facebook at Be Kind, uh, at Be Kind Brand. And we are on Etsy right now. I definitely want to move us over to like a website at some point. Um, and we're actually going to be dropping some new merch very, 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 very soon. So if you guys could hop over there and just give it a follow, I'd, I'd really appreciate that. Man, I have really enjoyed this interview, Elizabeth. You have taught us and shown us how God's grace has made you grow into this entrepreneur and just this person who can speak their mind and share and help others to be able to find their voice and find who they are. And we know it's a process, but I am just really honored to have you 
on my show today. And uh, if we could close out this wonderful podcast with you just praying a prayer over, you know, your millennials and what is it, Gen X uh, and different people that I wish I could say I was part of Gen X. I think I'm more the millennial category, but (laughs) does anyone struggling with anxiety, mental issues that to let them know that God is there to give them the grace. Could you say a prayer for, for all of us, Elizabeth? Yeah, definitely. God, I thank you for just having us here today. And Lord, right now, anybody that just needs peace in their life, peace of mind, and just needs to see a glimmer of hope, Lord God, I just really pray that this will be a sign to them that you're listening and that you hear them and that you care about what they care about. And right now, Lord God, I just pray you bring peace into their room, bring peace into their home, bring peace into their situation, whatever they're going through, God. I just really pray you bring peace, bring peace into their situation, God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Elizabeth Lanza, thank you so much for being with us today. And we'll look forward to me. (laughs) Well, we'll look forward to more more times together on the podcast, Grace to Grow. So um, blessings to you and blessings to your business. And thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. That was a lovely interview with my daughter, Elizabeth Lanza, on Grace to Grow. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.